is the sprocket where yes. we're ranking every movie ever made best to worst my name is tucker and i'm michael and we're going to talk about raw raw 2016's raw not a wrestling movie um not a cooking not a war movie not a war movie not a war movie raw is not no. war in this case nope 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 um this is the julia i'm gonna butcher this do it julia Corno <laughs> film raw editorial note here to you michael we we did the matrix last time yep we fell into the trap of walking our way through the plot of the movie which is not the best radio in no. the world so i'm going to try in the future to avoid doing that but okay. if you want to talk about the plot that is a-okay but I'm not going to steer us in that direction. I mean, I think to some degree the plot, especially maybe, maybe not especially in this case, but I think it's worth talking. Maybe not making that, the, yeah, we shouldn't frame this conversation per the plot, but I think it's worth. We'll explore it. Yeah. You and me. Well, what did you think it's worth, of Raw? It's worth a, it's, it's worth a, 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 Tucker, Tucker, it's worth a taste. Is there anyone else that can do this? Maybe <laughs> that's, 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 uh, okay. it's early um, in the show. We can cut. We can switch it up. You know, we can. Oh, Michael, he had to move. Oh no! Oh, Christian, what are you doing here? I you am like Christian. movies. <laughs> I do. Let me tell um, you about um, Ska, Michael. What did uh, you think of Raw? You see, this is a movie I had to think about how much, how much you liked whether or not it. it was a like as much as an appreciation. If that makes sense. I liked it. It is. It was hard, very, very hard for me to watch. But at the same time, there were things going on in this movie that I very much liked. Okay, not to put a spotlight on you, Michael, but I think it's illuminating. We're full of them today. We're on a roll, Michael. Why was this hard to watch? Well, I mean, it's a movie about cannibals. Mm-hmm. Do you have an aversion to cannibals? Do you have a problem with that, Michael? Well, you see, I don't like watching other people. I don't like watching people cause other people pain, especially okay. when there's gore involved. Okay. So the idea of at literally eating people. Not on your It spooks me. Things. Okay. It, it does me a spooking. But yeah. that, in this case, <laughs> yeah. was not the hardest part for me to watch. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um you know what let's jump right in what was the hardest part for you to watch michael in this movie when she pulls the hairball out of her yep that was very yep. there's that consistent yep the magician yeah. trick of pulling the the yeah yeah the flags oh, out of your here's all that here's oh my gosh there's the flag of japan oh and there's the flag of ireland oh <laughs> but it's yeah and and even then i like what they were trying i thought it was a cool i don't know tucker have you ever really experienced panic or or like a anxiety (laughs) i work in retail michael oh yeah so yes every day (laughs) constantly yes (laughs) but i mean like in in that very you know debilitating sense because that's what that scene that's what it was doing to you to me and in a very visceral way like ooh, i don't want to watch this Ooh, i don't want to watch this like it felt 
Well, I mean, it just felt so because the, the way they do it is is okay. there's a close up on on Justine. on Justine. There's a close up on Justine. And, yes, and it keeps going and going and kind of going, and it doesn't really give you like a chance to to breathe. And it's gloopy. It felt very familiar to me in a way, and I I liked that that grounding that that visceralness to it, that very intimate way of trying to basically kind of i feel like by doing it the way they did it made it a very very much a personal scene an empathetic scene in that sense because it felt like if you're if you're watching watching justine throw up and it does and it it has that like intended visceral like gagging effect on you yeah it's very much at least in my personal experience with those kinds of events felt like it hit i i yeah it hit me it hit okay. me in i think the way it was meant to be hitting well i michael i i this scene was the exact same scene for me the most intense the most the one that hit me the most in this journey where justine is becoming a cannibal and going to the dark side of meats people michael people people and i'll tell you why i think i think in saying that i'm saying this movie doesn't work the way it's intended to work because they get you, or they got me and you, I guess, the worst with something that has nothing to do with, you know, ostensibly what this movie is about. You see, I wondered about that. And I don't think, at the end of the day, I don't think the best way to look at this movie is to look at it as a movie about cannibals. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it the pass on that, because I don't think at the end of the day those were supposed to be the most you know the most like graphic not, sequences i don't think that was what the it's not the message here is look no. at this crazy cannibal lady she, she's eating people it's like isn't eating people scary no yeah. i don't think that was the driver of the horror for this movie and i don't think that was the driver for yeah i i don't think they were going for this to be a, a cannibal movie, movie with a, a cannibal <laughs> movie with a side plot i think there was something yeah. else going on here but uh and the cannibalism stands in as your metaphor for that i think that's true but i think Again, this hair scene being the most impactful, I think that works against it because for me, the hair scene was the one that registered as relatable and real and there was no suspension of disbelief on my end during hair scene. There was a suspension of disbelief during every other, you know, of those scenes. And if you're trying to tell the story, this metaphor, this allegory through her becoming this cannibalistic monster it didn't work for me because let's uh let's maybe let's break one of these down how about okay so you know she uh she's off to veterinary school yep and this is where we're gonna keep coming back to this point i guess it's just i found it very hard to relate to so much of this stuff because there's this hazing ritual going on and i was like where are the teachers at the school because there's like this insane french techno goth rave going on it seems like for a week at the school yeah is that how it is in france i don't know michael you tell me not that i'm aware of 
and but uh <laughs> it's like uh it, and it happens every year it, it seems yeah it seems like it's the tradition you know <laughs> yeah, it's the week long week. of very aggressive hazing so did any of that hit for you was that that's the hazing stuff that's how they're establishing Justine's character in the beginning is she is outside of this whole thing she doesn't yeah want she's part of it yeah yeah that did that okay. that was okay. honestly i thought that was more of the like to some degree even i thought that was maybe the harder stuff to kind of watch sometimes yeah um you kind of have her sister partaking in the peer pressure sure and that was like well that feels like a betrayal there's uh i don't know there's so much of that aggressive like bullying going on and it seems like it was taking a very clear effect on her if that makes sense and i don't yeah. know if, whether or not the attempt to to use cannibalism here as a metaphor was a part of that kind of like kind of a mental break or something i don't i i think because i think the moral of the story here has more to do with that coming of age in college first like the first time you're really away and then trying yeah. to learn the things you maybe didn't learn there. I mean, she goes from mousy, kind of ma- quiet, yeah, yeah, to being like an animal to some degree. And I think yeah. there's there are moments that are very clearly like, like I feel like the cannibalism mirrors almost a sexual awakening at certain points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very intentional that those moments line up with with uh, events at parties and with intense sexual moments with her as far as that goes and i think as far as all the hazing stuff goes i think it kind of those almost exist in reaction to some of the hazing stuff that happens those those sequences mapping the plot out mentally now it seems like you go from an intense sequence heat with with the uh with the the elders (laughs) yep the upperclassmen (laughs) yep yep and that immediately leads to some leads to some kind of dip where cannibal and then back up then yep. back down or they yep. they work kind of they're dancing they're dancing because <laughs> it's a lot of like um a lot of the cannibal stuff at least in the first half of the movie is very personal it's happening yeah. by herself it's yeah. not a social thing whereas all the hazing is like these super intense social situations and honestly, yeah, yeah like uh, kind of like you were saying, the hazing stuff affected me almost more than the cannibal stuff, just because I have like this level of social anxiety. So <laughs> the idea, like yeah. putting myself in her shoes, is terrifying in a lot of these situations. Like where she's been vegetarian her entire life, and all of a sudden she needs to give up one of her like core ideals just to fit in with this like insane group of people that she doesn't even like. It's bad. It's a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, I kept thinking about, like, well, you know, if I was thrown into these kinds of things, I, I, I don't know, I don't think I'd be, I, I empathized with her very much in those yeah. moments, I guess, because I, I kind of share that, that social anxiety, I guess, and to have that all forced on you that way seems so dehumanizing to some degree. Yeah. So... Um, they play that up too, the dehumanizing aspect of that whole thing, where like still that... shots of animals. <laughs> ooh, ooh, God, those shots of animals, Michael, real good. The horse huh? one, the, the horse, horse one. one, the horse one, and then the dog and the yep. the sheet flies off the dog. Yep, in the morgue, and those were two 
they kind of they're very um they don't <laughs> they don't care that they're interrupting the action for these shots of animal like they kind of no, no. they draw attention to themselves but yeah the photography is very good so it's just kind of a nice break from but i always felt like something bad like uh that horse scene before the horse scene where the vets are kind of hoisting it yeah i i was so nervous something really bad was going to happen with that horse yeah it did we don't know it went off screen and i mean that's throughout this entire movie i almost think if you're talking like where its strengths as a horror film are yeah i think it has more to do with i think i think those strengths are played up more in photography and i think those strengths are played up more in uh with with the tension and that the expectation that something is happening yeah because when it actually happens it's not that bad it's not that no. yeah do you feel comfortable calling this a horror movie like is that how you would classify raw honestly no okay it it has the style though it has the the yeah. texture of a horror movie definitely definitely some of the there's the one of the first scenes after she arrives at the vet school and that whole hazing sequence begins the newbies are kind of forced to crawl slowly through the darkness. Yeah, that's a cool shot. That I think is echoing a lot of a lot of the horror DNA in the film. Yeah, and and I think texture texture is a very good word for it because that because while it's not the core to it, there's still a lot that is clearly pulling from some of the the visual styles that you think would be associated with horror. Yeah, and then to some degree. It's, thematically i mean cannibalism cannibal yeah. films subject that's... matter there's a lot of yeah stuff there yeah yeah but i don't think it plays those themes in a way where the intention is i, I don't think the horror film is the core i yeah. don't think the horror is the core as much as it is just a just attention a vehicle grabber. for yeah the, it, yeah it, I, I feel like it's a vehicle for what is instead more of a story about coming of age more of a story of sexualization and more of a story of growing up all these different those different narratives i think hold more weight as far as the plot is concerned as far as the the characters are concerned but it all is dressed with these it's dressed with a horror as a horror film yeah and to some degree i think in an affecting way yeah um i definitely think the tension through all these moments benefited these other themes because they 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 build that anxiety that you know comes with moving away from your family for the first time comes with having to grow up on your own yeah in those kinds of situations comes with your first big interactions comes with college i mean there's that scene that, like just before the the long uh hairball sequence <laughs> where she's being berated by a professor and that yeah I think those hold more value as far as the plot goes, and I think the horror kind of helps capture some of the anxiety that comes with a lot of that. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, like you don't need the hair scene, but it it emphasizes. It's like an exclamation point on yeah. all the tension going on right there. And in a way, I think it what it's what it makes Raw a better film because otherwise, without all of that, it just feels like another like a well maybe a an okay coming of age film, but one that's you know yeah it would there there's probably there would probably be other ones that 
that would overshadow it just through writing or through some other means. I'm thinking of a few off the top of my head that would maybe be <laughs> yeah. better yeah. in that regard. But being able to throw in the horror element, I think, plays raw up in a way that 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 makes it unique a unique voice in that regard and helps kind of capture a lot of that anxiety and tension that really comes with with some of these life events that justine is supposed to be going through during the course of this movie i agree yeah like if you said there were you know here's 10 french dramas from the last 10 years that are really good i'm i'd believe you but we're talking about this one and it's because she eats people so it worked (laughs) yep Yep. Yeah, and I don't think it's a detriment. I I, I want to yeah. say I don't think it's a detriment. I don't think it's like, well, if it wasn't for this, it'd be terrible. It, or yeah. or yeah. It, it's a it's a gimmick. I don't think it's a gimmick. I think it's a very effective filmmaking tool in the case of this film. It it's so central to so much of what happens in the second half of the movie that I don't think you could just get rid of that yeah. aspect of it. I guess yeah. Well, you could hmm. replace it with something maybe, but. Because I think it's, yeah. Well, I mean, that whole second half of the movie where the where the cannibalism's played up, I think it's supposed to be, you know, a metaphor for. I think it's supposed to be like a meta- metaphorical crutch for something else. Yeah, but I could uh, dip into my. Uh, this was um, recommended by my sister, and I talked to her for a while after this movie, and she had some thoughts. And uh, I may be misquoting her or misre- <laughs> misremembering her, but the gist I got, um, this movie meant a lot more to her than it meant to me, and I get that, because it's, you know, it's made by a woman, and it's featuring female characters, and mm-hmm. so that process is just a little different than what I experienced. I found a lot of this outside of, like, the social stuff to be really hard to relate to, honestly, but um, my sister was like she was really on board with the theme or the idea of have how we individually deal with our situation in life and um that's kind of really driven home by how this movie kind of becomes a familial thing at some point it kind of becomes this like family drama or it -hmm. focuses more on family as it goes along which is kind of interesting what did you think of the sister character as long as we're on that subject. Thinking about it now... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If there were moments where... That... Whatever empathy I was kind of... What, what, the connect, Whatever kind of personal connections or whatever kind of... Whatever kind of uh, familiarity came with the movie and stuff like that were broken down a lot during some of the sisterly stuff. Yeah. Like, like the te- like the text message yeah. where she's like, Quickie was put down, LOL. Yep, Quickie their that, dog. <laughs> yeah, yep. that pulled me away so much from what's going on, because that's like comic book-ish. Mm. Not comic book-ish, but like, like if I wanted to make... Uh... Somebody a heel. <laughs> make yeah, if I, wanted to to- if I wanted to make someone unlikable. Yeah. I make them laugh at killing a dog kind of thing. It's it's yeah. it just seems so Yeah, that stood out to me too a little bit. It is in character to some extent though. It, it's Maybe. not it's not crazy. Cuz the sister is kind of like the what the id or the <laughs> she is what Justine could become, let's say. Yeah. She's part of that triangle, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, she provide she does provide a sort of uh, I guess a sort of guidance in one direction. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's I like a bad a very influence. Good she's well, like a, yeah, she's a. At some point, she becomes like a some sort of big sister, kind of like looking over her little sister. But also, she's awful through most of them. Really, she okay. So she is awful, but at the same time, I think there's a very clear like. You know, I think I don't think there's ever. I can't say that because the whole there's mm. that like the climatic party scene with the, and the, with the cell phone footage of her. Yeah, like, teasing, that was rough. Teasing Justine, that yeah, but I mean, but up until then, where she tries to show how Justine how to kind of Deal. how she satiates <laughs> those urges. Yeah, and it's in a way that's very destructive, but at the same time, it feels like there's a good meaning there. Just like she didn't kind of rat Justine out over eating her finger. Right, right. But we're, okay, we're getting into, maybe this plot doesn't make sense, right? Um, because what we're talking about is a family of cannibals, say. Right? Essentially. Well, we don't know if the, we don't know if Papa, dear old Papa. Papa is, I think it's on the mom's side of the family, and it's yeah. being passed down to the kids. But it, it. In looking back at the movie afterwards, it draws attention to scenes I don't think make a lot of sense in that context where the sister is put because the the Justine only starts to experience these urges once she eats raw meat. Yeah. Um, and I guess are we just going to go forward with the idea that eating that piece of raw meat is what kicks ass off, or do you think it's coincidence? Well, if it's think not... about how like like how. Okay, so you know how something like alcoholism is hereditary? Sure. Some addictions can be hereditary. And maybe it's kind of the trigger of that. I mean, they've intentionally kind of kept her away from meat yeah. throughout growing up. And then to finally kind of taste meat, I think, is like, you know, that, that give. Like, if I... Like, if you come from a family where there's a, maybe a history of some kind of addiction of, or something like that maybe you avoid it and when that finally when you finally have something related to that addiction it can be the trigger i guess i don't yeah i'm not a biologist i'm gonna leave oh, sure. that right now i'm not sure. a biologist but that's my very lame understanding of these kinds of things but i'm just saying if we take okay so if we're assuming that the meat was the trigger for this behavior then the sister's actions are like unconsciousable like she knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. She turned her... Like, she awoke this need in her sister that is terrible and has afflicted her and her mother. Like, how do you... That's awful. I can't take this sister seriously or, like, in any that's, way, like, a good fair. character. Like, because I didn't, I didn't even realize until probably after I should have that the sister was also a cannibal. Because they don't, they don't focus on that at all through most of the movie the first shot is but i didn't know it was her like i just thought that okay, was like yeah. i thought that was gonna echo back and it does but it does yeah, yeah i should have known but yes so it kind of it made me reassess these characters a lot after i saw the movie because i was like that's terrible <laughs> why would you do that there was no reason to uh to help her fit in because <laughs> i mean that's work. that's <laughs> No, it didn't. Well, it didn't work, and partially because of her. But uh, let's take this for example. Okay. And it's kind of true. 
when I left for college, okay, I didn't touch alcohol. Okay, did not like alcohol. Did, intentionally avoided it. Michael IPA and last name not drinking alcohol. I know, but I mean it was <laughs> it was very intentional at the time. Yeah, and I was lucky that I had friends that were kind of accepting of that. Yeah, and didn't push anything. But I know not everyone kind of has that that. You know, they not everyone kind of has that crutch. Yeah. And when you're in a situation with a lot of pressure, maybe the response is, well, maybe if I encourage her, it'll help, or him or her, it'll help them relate more. It'll help them yeah. get into, yeah, like be accepted more, and rather than shunned. And it seems like that's especially the case here, where there, where there's a very clear, clearly defined what's acceptable and what isn't. Yeah. It's a very clear tradition and very clear idea of what you're supposed to be doing at this school if you are a new kid or if you have survived at least a year. Yeah. So maybe it's that kind of like, well, I'm going to help her get involved, help her, help her, you know, relate to these people. Yeah. And when she, when Justine kind of shuns that, maybe that o- opens their divide and i obviously throughout this whole movie it becomes kind of clear that alexia the sister isn't very you know (laughs) you you could probably argue she's not the she's not the best the most emotionally mature person in the room no so yeah she's like a child so yeah so having her be that that try to take on that that guiding role is is bad <laughs> is bad and she's not going to take yeah. it well when that's thrown in her face and that's shown more than once yeah i mean when there there's like that opening not the opening but that part where she gives justine her dress and then they get into a fight and she kicks her out yeah there it's very i think it's very clear there that okay alexia maybe is an agitated person at times. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not the most <laughs> emotionally mature human being. Not that Justine is, but also arguably not that any of these people are in this movie. Yeah. But then she does try, after the finger incident, she does try to be a good sister in her own way. Yeah. Which is an insane scene. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but some of the shots, though, the like the long shots of the road are mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. cool. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but yeah, back to that that scene though. It yeah, I don't I think it's clear that she's not she I think she she means well, but it's obvious she's not the most morally the most not morally, the most um emotionally prepared person for yeah. that kind of role and obviously her coping mechanism is maybe not not the healthiest. I mean, killing people's probably bad. <laughs> um but then do you feel like there's payoff at the end? Do they differentiate Justine and Alexia enough? Because I feel like, you know, it ends up with one sister in one position and one sister in, in, a, in a completely different position. And I felt like it was kind of unfair to Alexia the way that all <laughs> panned out. Because Alexia seemed more in control. Maybe she went through all this, you know, last time. Yeah. But we don't see any of that, but... It didn't. But, it didn't. It didn't have like that crescendo to me where it's like we learned something here. It just kind of petered out. I felt like no, because I don't think it's something. I mean, I don't think if if the movie is about 
some sense of maturing and some sense of growing up. I mean, reality would tell you that that's you. You don't grow. You you grow, but you don't finish growing in a year. You don't learn all yeah. your lessons. You don't. I don't think it was meant to be. I think it was just to show how one side can kind of end in a in a bad way. In in a bad way. Yeah. And then I think it's maybe it doesn't pay off perfectly, but having the dad kind of flash his chest, mm-hmm. implying that you know maybe there is. I mean, as far as we know, the mom hasn't gone out and attacked anyone because she gnaws on pop pop <laughs> or something. Like, but but it gives yeah. some kind of control. Like, it implies yeah. there's a way to control this that doesn't involve sending you to prison. Yeah, and doesn't the dad even say like, "I thought you would come up with a a method or, or th- something"? No, it's uh, he come. He says, "I I'll." You'll come up with something. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That was uh, that scene really. Carly loved that scene. Yeah, that last scene. Um, well, it's dad being daddy. It is. I don't know. I, I liked. It. I thought it was like. I thought it was like a. This is. You know, it provides an op- a sort of optimism. I think. Yeah. Where, where I don't think this movie had an ounce of it until then, but. Like, there's a way forward. Yeah, there's a. You don't have to go the way of your sister. Essentially, is that what I think it said? And there's yeah. a way to. You know, it'll be painful, but you can grow up. Like, there, you could, it'll be painful, but you'll find a way to deal with some of these things. I, 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 I'm with you. I think that makes more okay. sense than my <laughs> reading of all that. I guess so. Okay, okay. good. Um, what did you think of the roommate character? His arc. Ah, uh, yes, Adrian. Yes. Oh, Adrian. I didn't care for him as much honestly okay i think he's so a more I, fleshed out character or he has more dimension to him than like the sister let's say i mean i think he was supposed to provide a sort of if if the if the sister is the devil on your shoulder then yeah the roommate's the angel kind of thing or just like some normalcy in this insane situation that yeah yeah rolling. yeah there, it, it, in some ways, I feel almost as though he parallels some of what's going on with Justine. Okay, I think you know you're talking. Well, what is accepted as morality? What if that's that's kind of okay? So playing off what your sister wrote in her notes to us okay. as a group. Yes. Um, the idea of morality and the idea of using cannibalism as a sort of metaphor for what do we accept as more as moral and kind of thing that that kind of interpretation i think maybe while the cannibalism is a very and i I might be having a misunderstanding as to as to what what culture in france is like sure but i'm old enough to remember when i mean homophobia still exists but yeah when when it was I, i i'm old enough to remember back in high school where it was very very where homophobia could be very violent and very aggressive and very dehumanizing and very present and very very much this kind of thing where it 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 where it was very it could where people would be dehumanizing and stuff like that and and it would always be framed as a moral argument and with Adrian, I mean, it's established that he's a he's a gay character. Immediately, and like the first thing he says. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. literally the first thing he says. Yeah, yeah. 
And there's some other scenes following that up. And <laughs> yep. I think, yeah. And I think to have that, him kind of go through these very, this very realistic sense of like, what's, what is okay, what isn't, what is this a more grounded real life interpretation of some of these things that cannibalism serves as for Justine, I think was a very good yeah. mirroring to some degree. And I mean, it even comes down to what, where he's, I mean, they have that scene where he and Justine, you know, they they have sex together, and clearly it's affected him in a very, very much in an emotional way, the way that maybe cannibalism did for Justine. Yeah. So I think it provides this more real-world mirror of what Justine's going through. That makes sense. Does that make sense? That I'm makes, not... yes. That makes sense. Okay. I really liked the scene after... Um, after the sex scene where he kind of flips out at her. Yeah. Because he's so confused and angry, and I thought that was really effective. It was like a... I thought so too. That hit me harder than some of the surrounding scenes that are kind of... Like the... That said, that sex scene where she's like biting into his neck, that's... That was well made. That was good. (laughs) Where he's like... He's like petting her hair because he's like accepting of it in some weird way, and... There's a lot yeah. going on in that scene that I really like. Yeah. You know, now that I think about... You know, okay. When you first asked that, I thought, well, I didn't think about... I don't know how much I liked him. But at the same time, now I, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that's a very strong scene in some of these places. He's a very strong character and provides a very important role to some degree in this yeah. film. Because he's... Yeah. He has shades of the big sister where he's kind of pushing Justine to, you know, come out of her shell a little bit, but not, he's not like an antagonistic force like the big sister can be, so. Yeah. It's like he gets Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because as far as we know, he's very much in the same spot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's also a freshman at this, at this, um hellhole we at this weird veterinarian school where everyone's yeah. an asshole yeah he's and, just trying to uh, get by just like everybody else man so i mean obviously he's gonna but at the same time you think alexia would also be able to be that sympathetic character because she literally went through it but and no. survived she's twerking but, yeah she's too busy twerking michael yeah to bad yeah. techno yep oh the worst oh, techno france <laughs> just the worst techno i'm not talking about that ortiz song carly Okay, if you're listening, um, <laughs> that's Carly's favorite scene is where she's putting on the lipstick and dancing in the mirror. Yeah, well, I think that was an important scene. Yeah, it's where you. I stop think it's a very Justine. Well, it's where it looks like she's giving. Well, I don't want to say giving into something because at the same time, I don't think it's wrong to, you know, undergo some kind of sexual awakening or whatever and that's clearly what's going on there it's her being more accepting of something of herself yeah. and how she looks and and stuff like that and hot take michael hot take i disagree with you hot take hot take whoop, whoop, whoop. i disagree i was never okay. sold and i think this is i think credit is due to the actor in this situation but i was never sold on her in this persona where she's like getting drunk at parties and stuff I think it's a put-on, and I think it was acted in a way that you could tell it was a put-on, and I think that was very effective. Oh, so you mean you don't think it was intentional, or do you mean that you don't think it was that on the part of the film itself, or 
No, I or, think... Uh, well, I guess I can't know, right? But to me, that read as she's she is putting on airs and she is trying to be someone she is not in those situations. Oh, okay, I'm following that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, Maybe. And I think that comes through in the acting, and I think that's hard to do, but I think yeah, I think it's I, there. I could see it. Uh, and honestly, yeah, wrong. that makes sense. <laughs> that if you were to take the if you were to take cannibalism as the metaphor here, yeah, and use and and parallel her coming to terms with being with with having these kinds of urges and use that as the parallel to you know um coming to terms with some kind of sexual awakening or something like that and i feel weird constantly referencing that i think that's a part (laughs) of what's going on because i I don't think i think it's very intentional that it mirrors all of these yeah these moments that are more like like the party scene where they're thrown into the bathroom or the or the scene with adrian like there's always it always uh is part of some like leap for her, like some new progress in becoming, you know, the new Justine. Like it's always yeah. echoing that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, and I think in a very, and I think I really hate coming back to the constantly coming back to the idea that there's, there's a notion of sexualization here. And I think that's a part of it. Yeah. Cause I think it always comes during a moment where that's, where that's a plot point. Well, she eats the finger right after getting a Brazilian wax. Like, it's pretty... <laughs> yeah. 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 She eats the finger after the Brazilian wax. She eats the lip chunk after Dream. being forced to make out with this guy in the yeah in the bathroom. Which... That, that guy sucks. Like, ugh. That whole thing is so fucking <laughs> awful. Pardon my French. Oui. It's a French film. Get it? Um... <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, like it always comes after a sequence like that. And so I think the parallels are kind of hard to ignore. Now, whether or not you take that as a sincere thing or as, and I honestly like that interpretation more, maybe that it's, it's, it's her playing a bit. And I think that's a very fair interpretation. Um, like she's wearing her sister's dress. Yeah, she's you know. she's very literally modeling after her sister. Right, right. When you think about it, down to the nom noms on fingies. Mm. <laughs> Quickie, what are you doing that for, Quickie? The dog's name is Quickie. Wow, it's not even subtle. Mm. <laughs> Do you have some notes you would like to run? Down? I uh, I have some notes I would like to run down. Uh, let's run down your notes and see if we, and afterwards we'll see if there's anything left on mine. Okay. This is kind of past the point of me talking seriously about this film. I just have some stupid notes I wrote down, just so that's clear. Okay. Okay. It has a light, late title card. Always a plus. Yes. It has two of them. Oh, that lead-in, the whole lead-in. Yeah. Where you have the long shot of the road and it's very quiet and you just see a car coming slowly over the distance after you, at another shot you see someone just walking down the road slowly. And then it, it's so abrupt. Yeah. And then the title card is silent. It's good. I thought it was a very affecting opening. It's like a big title card. Yeah. It's good. Um, oh, not in my notes, but also, yeah, the, like, the music that pops up sometimes. Like the Castlevania music. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's kind a cool of. cool thing, though. 
I really like the nurse, the smoking nurse. Yeah, I do also very much like the smoking nurse. The smoking the, they're nurse talking. Crazy. They're talking. Well, because she brings up like a good. Because she's like, I used to work in this hospital, and she had, tells the story about how the she had one girl come in, who was the only in, how she was crying because, the nurse was the only one not to comment on her weight. Yeah. And I thought that was, and she's recalling this just with a still frame of her smoking. Yep. And I loved that whole sequence. Yeah. It was good. It was like actual interaction between people for once yeah. instead of like this nonsense French techno hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thought, oh, she's going to eat that went through my mind about a hundred times during this movie. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I really liked the shot of her hungrily watching a girl lick a man's eyeball. I thought that was really funny. At that oh point. yeah, yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. And uh, let's just uh, last one was I was super surprised. They do the you know Chekhov's gun. Don't show the gun unless they're going to use it in the third act. They mm-hmm. show the Adrian getting a blowjob in the in the dorm room and i was so shocked that that did not lead to justine blowjob scene goes real real bad because i was <laughs> ready for it i was waiting didn't happen maybe that's for the best yeah i think it's definitely for the best <laughs> that would have been that would have been a leap too far i think i think that would have been a, a leap too far you don't have to show it you don't have to sh- they would have though huh yeah i think i think it's it's pretty clear that there's no that there were no penises or I think I think if you're making a psychosexual cannibal film, yeah. you're you're pretty content with with crossing lines and Okay. But and not that showing part. kind of obscene things. Legs are fine, no penises. Got it. <laughs> oh. Um and I, I thought have... the same thing, honestly, to some degree. Yeah. I was I was wondering, oh, this is gonna go reverse teeth. Yep. But it did not. Yeah. Good on your raw. <laughs> Now you can watch this with your parents and not feel weird about it. Um, that does it for my notes, Michael. What do you got? Okay. Um, I Part of this is me writing down the plots. Okay. Like the plot points as well. Um, let me go back to the front. So there's the first room. The, I mean, the first party. And okay. then they go yep. into like the, the specimen room. Yep. There's just a bunch of stray shots of animals in yeah. like, Petri dishes and stuff. Formaldehyde. Yeah. formaldehyde yeah i like that a lot yep um, sets the tone pretty well yeah some of the visuals after they get the blood poured on them and they're just kind of walking around there's like this gray sky and there's a row of them and the blood's dried <laughs> yep. i like some of those shots yep um i wrote down the horse on the treadmill okay. i love the horse on the treadmill if i could frame a movie shot like a movie sequence and put it on my wall i would frame that horse walking on that treadmill absolutely that's good stuff peeing without hands yep or without squatting i wrote that yep. scene down that was kind of cute and a disgusting well i mean if way. you want to talk about like yeah but if, i mean if you want to talk about being like sisterly and stuff like that here's yeah the sister trying to bond and here's her trying to help her younger sister pee yeah, but I mean, it's it's in a way that it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I you know, know. I want to, it's trying to show that they can still be like friends and they're still, or not friends, but there's still that connection. There's still that, 
there, there's still some kind of important yeah relationship going on there weird thing to me okay. so the parents are both at that at the hospital after the fingers cut off and numbed on yes wouldn't they be aware of yes shouldn't they be aware of pretty much everything going on i mean the mom's yeah. a cannibal and they both went to this vet school why is any of this like a maybe the parental intervention uh, I mean, it's entirely... Mm. See, this is what I was talking about where I was thinking back on it and it didn't all make complete sense. Maybe they're not aware that Alexia inherited this? Maybe. So they wouldn't know? Mm. Yeah. But, then but they wouldn't, think, of, they wouldn't think... They wouldn't look at... Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think they're... I guess that's part of the breakdown here is how much... Why at that moment... Would they not think that, uh, you know, maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. the sisters have the same thing as the mother? And, I mean, Alexia looks at Justine when she says, Quickie ate it. Yep. So why can't you just read the body language there and put two and two together? And, right. Or maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm holding them to too high of a standard with that. It's just it's... It seems like, well, they're there through this. Why aren't they? Like, why Why draw the parents into that situation? Yeah. If you're not going to do anything with that aspect. And, and the other part is both of the parents went through this school. They kind of know what yeah. to expect with that. Where... I guess where's the parental support there i mean shouldn't they be able they you'd think they'd be em- more a little more empathetic i mean obviously there's some stuff where it's yeah maybe justine should be figuring it out on her own but with this added cannibalism part to it yeah at least from a, a functional standpoint you'd think there'd be more of a parental intervention or more of a parental involvement like why raise your kids vegetarian if you're going to send them to a school where you have to eat raw meat as part of a because it seems like that's been going on for forever yeah it's implied that that is very much what's been going on so they're terrible parents <laughs> I don't maybe get i don't There's know like a mental block there i guess that's like from a from a very mechanical standpoint yeah at the same time though i think it as far as where i think they play their role as far as the metaphor goes so it's a little yeah. better in that sense but the parents seem bad Maybe. I don't know if that was supposed to come across, but they just seem, like, disinterested and cold. Like, the dad just gets in the car when they get to the college because the sister wasn't there or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of good use of a disorienting quietness in this movie. Okay. Do tell. Like, there's a lot of sequences where there should be noise, but instead it's very... It's just silent. Yeah. Um, The one that immediately stands out is where... It's like the first rave sequence where they're crawling through the dark and then there's like this light and clearly there are people dancing in there. Yeah. So obviously they're yeah, they're, they're, they're very clearly dancing and it's very clear there's a rhythm and you'd expect to feel that. You'd expect to be hearing that. You don't. Yeah. And I think that kind of comes up more than once where there's that kind of like that uh, disassociation and I think it's interesting and I think it helps build some of the tension because you're expecting something that isn't there. Yeah. And it, um, it contributes to the style this movie has for sure. Yeah, there's a scene where she's walking to the party with the blue and the yellow paints and stuff like that. Okay, where the light flicks on. 
it's red. There's a red yeah. light in the hallway. Yeah. I love that. I love that yeah. visual. That was good. Um, Shining vibes, dude. Yeah. Vibes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was actually exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think we should talk more about the paint? It the scene with the paint where she has to. She's forced into this room with this other creepy guy. It's it's interesting you ask that, Michael, because Carly talked a lot about that scene, and that scene didn't really impact me too much. So. If it impacted I, you, please kinda, tell me. I mean, it impacted me in a, you know, in a, like a sense as to who's the real monster here? <laughs> is it the person who, is it Us the can? <laughs> no, but is it like the, is it, is it the person who's eating people or the person who, or is it these older people who threw these kids into a bathroom or is it this guy who's taking advantage of that? Yeah. Or Everybody. in taking advantage of that in a way that it's very clear, I think that he's doing it to try to, he's doing it because he has to almost, or are you, or not that he has to. It seems like he's more eager to do it and like he wants yeah. to do it, but at the same time, it's like the sequence where he's forced into as well. Yeah, like he's and, he's into it because like he like this is what you do at the school. <laughs> yeah, this is what you do, and it's like well, if I might as well join him. It's a win in Rome. Yeah. And obviously, and then obviously it gets to a point where this is, this is almost rape. This is not yeah. a, and on, and the more that that, the reality of that scene kind of sits with me, the more I think, wow, that's like the paints provide an interesting visual, but I think the whole, like the concept of that scene is so, I think it's so, I'm trying to think of a word for it, but like, think about it. It's like, it's if if there's a scene where maybe you should actually be disgusted at where yeah. you think the characters should actually be like if you think of who the monster in this movie is i mean your first your knee-jerk reaction is going to probably be alexia but the reality is is like well what about this guy who what about these guys who who literally haze freshmen into rape yeah and then what about this guy who's taking advantage of that right right like that's and, the only that's the instance of cannibalism in this movie that's like empowering and i was like cheering for justine like yes when she bit his lip off or whatever i was like that's awesome yeah and how much so i don't know how much of the cannibalism was supposed to be empowering because think about it like think about parallels to modern united states when a woman stands up to her stands up for something they're they get kind of demonized. I'm thinking very particularly of the whole, not to get political here, but the whole Brett Kavanaugh thing. Okay. And how certain parts of this country very openly demonized this woman who came forward and said she was a victim of something. Right. And I'm thinking where, well, the reality here is, is that you're demonized if you do the thing that you, that you think is natural or right. And the other guy, the other guy who's the monster, is looked at as some kind of a like, like what you does that make sense? I, yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time arguing this or yeah. making sense of what I want to say. But like, like I think you know, doing one thing that's natural or one thing that you that is you know self affirming or something, you're going to be shunned for it. It's going to be something that maybe, especially if you're a woman, is something that you probably have to you do have to hide because we're very very masculine society still as much as we pretend we aren't yeah 
and so this thing that could be empowering where she literally bites a hole in this guy's mouth yeah it's like yeah that's that's good that's that's it's it's good that that's like an empowering moment for her but that same thing is going to be shunned everywhere else and right. she's a freak now yeah she's a freak now for doing that yeah. and i mean Which... everywhere else it's like <laughs> and everywhere else where the cannibalism thing comes up where it's yeah. like like well she's giving into these things that are that are almost presented as a necessity for her i mean she has a rash because she's not eating meat yeah like there's a health complication there and stuff like that and it uh i think yeah. it's, they say it's food poisoning but i think it's supposed to be some kind of it's the hunger i don't know the hunger man but like she's got it, the itch she's she's viewed as as a freak for it yeah. like she she plays those game their games to her own detriment and then she's viewed as a freak for it so there's a lot going on here i'm yeah. trying to make sense of all of this i think there's a lot of interesting juxtapositions there and i think it's interesting that 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 the monsters of the movie aren't the people eaters if that makes sense whoa society man <laughs> we are the monsters well michael we are at about twice as long as uh <laughs> what i promised but uh i think that speaks to that this is an interesting movie yeah yeah oh final one that i yes. wrote down hit me the scene in the jail where the first shot of the jail is her reflection overlapping with her sister's reflection yeah yes i didn't like it sorry you didn't like it oh, <laughs> no okay. i thought it, i just thought it was distracting because it was like so again it was one of those shots that pulled me out of the movie because i guess yeah yeah i don't think it was as affecting as the dog or as the horse or like those animal yeah. cutaway shots or the shot in the hallway. But as far as I think I liked what I was trying to do in that sequence. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of obvious though type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a cool shot though. Visually raw. My guy. We have to rank it. We do. And you know, I came in here. I was going to fight for the matrix, but I feel like our conversation on raw was like three times better than our conversation about the matrix i think maybe there's more to talk about with raw um, i think yeah i mean i don't think either of them are perfect films no to lead with here i don't think either of them are perfect films um, none of the films we do will be perfect except for one and you know which one it is michael it's got a chim chim in it uh no i i don't think either of them are perfect films i think between the two i'll probably go back and watch the matrix long before i go back to watch raw same but that's more of a preference for things where people aren't eating people it's easier to watch the matrix yeah yeah it's yeah. definitely a popcorn movie in a way that yeah <laughs> the raw is not no um that said i am of the opinion that raw has more to say more that it's trying to do I think it has, I think some of, I mean, if we were to play this out card to card, okay. entertainment value probably goes Matrix, but if we're going to talk like <laughs> cinematography or something like that, I'm yeah. going to hand that to Raw. Okay. Okay. Because as much as I like the style in the Matrix and stuff like that, I think Raw had this, I don't know, there are just, yeah, there are just moments dumb. where it's like, 
like some of my favorite shots I've ever seen committed to a movie. Okay. The the stuff with the horse, the dog. I that horse scene. I love that horse. Scene. I'm sorry, that horse. And then the yeah. dog when they pull the sheet off, I and it's know. just like a ah, it's so good. And I think it's used in a way that's that can be very effective too. I mean, it builds some of the tension that's supposed to be going on. It helps build some of the anxiety that's supposed to be there. Yep. Um, Raw has acting, which the Matrix doesn't generally have <laughs> yeah. in it. So there's that. That's that's true. Raw's dialogue somehow makes more sense. I think, even without subtitles. Even without subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think the writing is stronger in Raw. But I, I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's hard. The Matrix is more ambitious. In Maybe. Um, I would love to have seen what the Wachowskis wanted to do with the Matrix before the studio stepped in and said, "No, we have to make this watchable by the average person." True. Very true. Um. I think we're leaning a certain way, though, Michael. It sounds like to me, as far as ranking these two goes. I want to put Raw ahead of The Matrix. I do, too. Okay. Carly especially does, so she'll be happy to hear that. <laughs> um, That's good. I, this, I'm glad this... So for the viewer, if they were not aware, or the listener, this was a recommendation from Carly. Good on um, you, Car. And I don't think I would have watched this movie otherwise, and I'm very glad I did. I, it is, I think this is such... I think it's a very affecting movie. Um, it's like I don't want to watch it again but I'm glad I watched it like it's a movie to see once in your life yeah yeah or multiple times if you're my sister any last thoughts on Raw before we close the curtains the projectors doing the I can't wait till we do Smackdown next week oh Michael you have a pick for the next film are you ready to reveal that right now or should we do that in private um, I'll reveal that right now. Hit me. Our next movie uh-huh. will be... <laughs> let me find a year on this first. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, can I want to see if you can guess it. <laughs> can I, you guess it? Give You have three guesses. I don't get any hints or anything? Nope. Is there any three movies, huh? Okay, you lost your shot. Um... <laughs> No, that's a pretty big pool to draw from. Is it Star Wars, Michael? No. Is it Indiana Jones? I thought Jones? about it. No, I also thought about it. Is it another George Lucas film? Oh, God. No. Okay. So our next movie will be the 2000 um, Kung Fu epic Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ooh, interesting. We're keeping it foreign here at The Sprocket. Nice pick. Yeah. I saw half that movie once a long time ago, so I'm excited to give it a full view. Same. (laughs) Same. I've been meaning to watch it. This gives me the excuse. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that will be uh, episode three. This was episode two. My name is Tucker, and I have Michael. Hello. And uh, this was Raw. The list, I should officially uh, read the list here. The list as it stands. Raw is the best movie ever made. The Matrix is the worst movie ever made. (laughs) And that's the list so far. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.